This is the Two Fish Podcast, where we try to keep biblical truths simple. Your hosts, Nick Burt and Aaron Apple. That's right. We are back with another episode. You caught us. If you're listening to this episode, this is episode eight. Yes. Of our podcast, which we have now crossed the burnout statistic in podcasts. We are not burning out. We have been so excited about this episode because we're here to stay. Yeah. As long as God wants us to be doing this, we're here. We're here. Not burn out. Uh, you're also in the middle of armor, the Armor of God series of the podcast. And in the last video that we did, or if you're watching on Facebook Live, we are Facebook and YouTube. We both have both. Um, but you're listening right in the middle of the series of Armor of God. Last week, we talked about the belt of truth. Right. So we talked about the belt of truth. And the simplest way to describe the belt of truth is that it is God's word. And it is what Jesus did for us on the cross. It's pretty, it, we talked before, it's pretty foundational to the whole rest of the armor, which in turn then is the whole the foundation of our spiritual life and our spiritual, the spiritual wars, which we'll talk about here that's going on all around us all the time. Right. And uh, part of the reason we brought this up is uh, we're at the beginning of the new year of 2021. And uh, maybe you're a new believer. Maybe you're trying to start a new walk this year. And uh, we felt like this would be something worth talking about, even though we didn't think it would be a three part series. Um, but this walk isn't easy. Like yeah. there is this spiritual warfare going on mm-hmm. and that is why we're discussing the armor of God and why we got to put it on. Exactly. Here at the two fish podcast, we like to keep things simple, but we do like to keep things scriptural, which we feel is important. So the scripture that we're going off for this series is found in Ephesians six and the beginning of it is 10 through 13 where paul is writing probably from prison probably has roman guards around him but he's reading finally he's writing finally be strong in the lord and in the strength of his might put on the whole armor of god that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood but against the rulers against the authorities against the cosmic powers over this present darkness against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Right. And it goes on in 13 to say, therefore put on the full armor of God, not part of it, the full armor of God. So when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand, stand firm with the belt of truth buckled around your waist. And then this week now we're going on to the end of the verse and Wait. having put on the breastplate of righteousness. That's that's, that's all you got to do. That's where we're at. Sounds easy. The armor of God we've talked about last episode. It, to me, it was kind of always a children's thing. You, you got, you did it. You looked at it in that children's book. Maybe it was um, a Halloween thing you you did dressing up it just the cheap plastic gray shield and the sword and the helmet it's just to me it was always a kid's thing and kind of in preparation looking back on 2020 and now looking forward to 2021 and we started talking about hey this is probably important to start the year 
uh, let's dive into this. And man, it is pretty important. It is. It's really important. And I, as we're talking through this, we're we're seeing it in a new light, and and we've been missing the importance of it because it is brought to you like a trinket or mm-hmm. a toy. Like yeah. maybe you've had a buddy that gives you something that says put on the form or of God and you're like, okay, that's cool. It's a shield and, or maybe it's like a little soldier or, or whatever. Yeah. And, and then you open up the Bible and you read it and it's like, what, six, seven verses. Mm-hmm. And that just doesn't. No, there's no content. Right. But you start diving into these different words, like the first one being the belt of truth. So that's, holding everything together in this armor and this the second half of that verse the breastplate of righteousness is resting on that it's hooked into the the belt of truth like if you look at a a roman soldier that breastplate hooks right into it yeah which you need the first one the belt as a foundation to build the rest of the armor. So the breastplate protects the soldier's vital organs. It was often like a, a two-piece um, piece of armor that, that wrapped around their back as well. Uh, it was typically made of iron, so it was very heavy. Yeah. And that's why it clipped into that, to the belt of truth, or the belt for the, the Roman soldier. Um so if you picture this Roman soldier, and as we're now getting into these other pieces of what this full armor of a God is, they're yeah. all connected. Mm-hmm. That way, your body distributes the weight, and you can go into battle yeah. with these evil forces, and you're going to be connected. They all kind of work together so that you don't have the whole load of one thing. In this case, the breastplate is what we're talking about. Right. You don't have the load of one thing on your shoulder. They all work together. Yeah. If it wasn't connected in on the weights on your shoulders, it's going to weigh you down and drag it out. So, Nick, what what is this word righteousness? Uh, Why is it important? It is important. It's funny. In our first series, uh, you know, fearing God was in almost 300 times. Here it is again, depending on the version, but in the Bible app, it's almost 300 times where it talks about righteousness. And... Um, being righteous means that we're living in a way that honors God and his commandments, not honoring ourselves or honoring like our own righteousness. Right. So by that, you mean like I've, I've lived a good life. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't lie to you, Nick. I don't, I don't steal. I don't, I, I don't speed. Yes, I do. But <laughs> you know, I, yeah. I live a, an honorable life according to, to mankind or to human law. Is that what you mean by our own righteousness? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it's not, it's not a focused, it's not focused on God. If we're focusing on ourselves and we can talk about selfishness in that, we can talk about all sorts of things, but if you're not uh, the, the dictionary, Miriam Webster says acting in accord with divine or moral law, free from guilt or sin. Now, that sounds like a call to be perfect. Yeah. And it kind of is. We're not going to get there. We're not going to get there. Jesus was perfect. We're never going to be perfect. If you think that becoming a Christian, you're going to be perfect, like we said before, life's going to get easy. It's not. It's probably going to get harder. Yeah. Um, but we're called to live like Christ. We're called to be, live in that same avenue that, that Christ lived. Um, and so because of that, 
we need to not live by our own righteousness and our own morals and our own. We need to turn that stuff on to God. And by, by having God as that shield instead of our own righteousness or our own selfishness or stuff like that, we can only protect ourselves so long. Right. But God can protect us a lot longer and a lot better. So if we're entering this spiritual battle at this point with the breastplate of righteousness and the belt of truth, like we're better equipped to enter whatever circumstances we're trying to walk away from. Whatever sin you're trying to walk away from, if you have this breastplate of righteousness Mm -hmm. and you're trying to live free from guilt or sin... As you're as you're doing this, and you have the belt of truth, like you're going to be doing better. But if you're doing it on your own accord, um, we're going to fall short. And one of the verses, Isaiah sixty four six, we are not all infected with impure with sin. We will display our righteous deeds that are nothing but filthy rags, like autumn leaves. We will wither and fall. And our sins sweep us away like the wind. So that's telling us if we're trying to do this on our own, we're not going to be any better than a filthy rag. Yeah. We we need that reliance on God to live that way or to not live that way. You know what yeah. I'm saying? To, to walk away from those things. But it isn't. Our righteousness is walking according to God's commandments, and and God's commandments are what love your love God is the one and only, mm-hmm. and and love your neighbor. Yeah, those are the two greatest commandments out of the New Testament. Yeah, and you can go back to the Old Testament and and look at the Ten Commandments, and then they had a whole list of like human laws, right? Yeah, but we're still called to uphold those 10 commandments. We're not necessarily living by them directly. Right. But there's still value in those 10 commandments. Yeah. And if you're living by the two new commandments that Christ gave us in the new Testament and under the new covenant, um, we're breaking out of the old Testament and we're in a new covenant with Christ. If you're, if you're following those two, you got the 10 covered. Yeah. I mean, and, and, because it's not so, I shouldn't say it's not so, but it's not so rule number one, two, three, ten, you know. The reason there's only two and that it really helps out that is because of grace. And God came to give us grace. And Jesus, I should say Jesus came to die on the cross and now we can live a life of grace. Grace right. covered. And that really helps when we're talking about the spiritual warfare that we're going to go through and having that breastplate of righteousness that really helps to have that covenant with Christ and have that covering of grace. Right. If, if we're doing that, we're loving our neighbor. And I think in the last episode, we talked about going to the bar and having 10 beers with a guy. If, if we're doing this and we're living by God's commandments and we're loving our neighbor and our neighbor is struggling with that, but we're showing up and participating with them and doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. We're not. We're not really helping him or loving him. We're not. We're we're dragging ourselves into that hole too, and we're not walking in a 
in a righteous way. Mm-hmm. So another uh, another verse we can find this kind of an example of this is Luke eighteen nine. Then Jesus told this story to some who had great confidence in their righteousness and scorned everyone else. So the context of that is it's a parable of a tax collector and a Pharisee in the temple. And the Pharisee is in there in front of everyone, up in front of everyone, kind of pounding his chest going, thank you, God, that I'm not like these other guys, right? like that tax collector over there, that I'm religious and that I'm, you know, I'm... I'm, put together right i'm doing all things right yeah and and then the tax collector is over in the corner he's probably doesn't want because he's he knows he's got junk in his life yeah. the pharisee won't admit that he's got junk in his life tax collector knows he's got junk in his life and he's in the corner saying god forgive me god i want you know help me find your you know your help in this and jesus is saying hey it's better to be that that tax collector in the corner by yourself, just me and him, than it is to be that guy, the Pharisee, pounding his chest, making a scene of everything. And not that corporate prayer is not bad. That's not what we're trying to say. But if it's boastful and if it's your own righteousness above God's righteousness, because then in Matthew 5 20, it says, But I warn you, unless your righteousness is better than the righteousness of the teachers of the of religious law and the Pharisees, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. And I think what it's saying there is not necessarily your righteousness. I think it's saying, unless the righteousness you choose, and he's saying, choose my righteousness. Right, choose him. If you're being like the Pharisee in Luke that we were just talking about, who is choosing his own, look at me kind of thing, unless you choose, unless your righteousness that you're choosing is the right one, you're not going to enter heaven. Right. That's kind of what he's saying. Yeah, and I pulled this up on my my phone why he was going through that and uh, in the niv version it says that he was beating on his breast like yeah not looking up to heaven but he was beating on himself to exalt himself yeah that and the pharisees just saying well i've already done all these things i've i've already done good yeah like I'm, I'm walking a good way. You know what? You're not exalting yourself. You're not. You're not asking for that sin to be out of your life. Yeah. You're just. And really, what he's doing is he's walking his own way. Uh, last episode, we talked about John fourteen six. Jesus answered, "I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me." And I think that's a great place to recall: is um, it's not our way, and our way, and our self-righteousness isn't the way it's not going to protect it might protect you for a season because you're putting on a show your armor looks strong but is it that iron or that steel or is it aluminum yeah when we're talking about the soldier because if your armor is aluminum a sword or an arrow is going to poke through real fast yeah if we're going to look at this simply and physically as paul did looking at these roman soldiers but if it's made of thick steel or iron it's going to withstand the, right. your, and your vital, your heart, your vital organs are going to be protected by God's righteousness. Right. But I think we're called to choose that. Yeah. And I think it does take a choice. I think it's not our human nature to choose God's righteousness over our own. I think human nature is the world revolves around me. You know what I mean? You have it, to fight that. It's, 
is pride for guys. Exactly. I, I think I, w- I would relate it to pride. It's laying down your pride of saying, it's not me doing these things. Mm-hmm. It is God. Yeah. I am walking this out for God. God is helping me. God is doing this. It's God. It's not me. I'm not the one showing up and not speeding or I can go to the bar and not drink. I can be responsible. It's God. God's allowing me to go to the bar and not drink. I don't crave the alcohol. I don't crave the porn site. I don't crave whatever. It And when you're giving that to God, that is mm-hmm. this breastplate of righteousness. Yeah, when you're choosing to give that to God. Yeah. Because that's not that's not our nature. No. So it is a choice to put on that. How we talk about... You, you know, Paul says, Paul's in the prison watching these Roman guards every day. They put on this armor because they're not sleeping in it. No. Physically, in the physical sense, they're putting it on every day. And so he's watching these guys. It's a, it's a, it's a choice you're going to have to make every day. We're doing this at the beginning of 2021. Uh, you know, you're going to have to, and I don't do this. This is, again, this is one of those kids story things I've always thought of, but At the beginning of 2021, man, I need to start doing this because we need to choose these things for our lives. Yeah. And especially as we, you know, we talked about on the last episode, going to church and that's when you get in a fight with your wife or you're going to, you're going to serve in a ministry and, and that's when you get the flat tire, you get the, whatever the, I don't know, your oil pan falls off car and (laughs) like just whatever is going to come at you, these Mm -hmm. evil forces are going to come out of nowhere and they're going to attack you so that they can try and knock you off of, of glorifying God. Yeah, exactly. So Paul says, writes in Philippians, Philippians three, nine, I'm sorry, three, eight, three, eight. Uh, yes. Everything else is worthless when compared with the infinite value of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord, for his sake, I have discarded everything else, counting it all as garbage so that I, could gain Christ, verse 9, and come and become one with him. I no longer count on my own righteousness through obeying the law. Rather, I become righteous through faith in Christ. For God's way of making us right with himself depends on faith. That's good. That is, right? I mean, right there it is. Paul just laid it all down. Like, I am not doing this. For myself or on my own. Mm-hmm. But he's, again, he's choosing these things. Right. He's choosing, hey, I know it's all garbage. I have to choose to lay it all down and no longer count my own, on my own self, on my own righteousness, but God. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to count on God. Like, we got to do it more than once. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, we're going to fail at this. We're always going to fall short of God's glory. And we're going to have to do this over and over. So like that Roman soldier, he didn't sleep in his armor, mm-hmm. right? He had to get up. He had to get ready. He had to get ready to go to battle. We got to do that A daily day. thing, yeah. It is a daily thing. Sometimes it might be multiple times in a day. Maybe you're having a rough day, and maybe you need to come back to this armor and mm-hmm. say, God, help me put on my, my armor. Help me put on my belt of truth. Help me put on my breastplate of righteousness. Yeah. And, so. and we need to make sure that that breastplate we're putting on is stamped with Jesus and not stamped with ourselves. Right. 
it's got to be God honoring. It's got to be God's commandments and not our own, which, you know, takes us back to the belt. It is that foundation. You got to have that foundation, that last piece of armor that you're putting on. Like you got to have that. You got to have that foundation there. And just knowing that begins our relationship and building experiences and helps us to gain this righteousness and and get to where God wants us to be. Yeah. And if we're not living like that, if we're not living like that, if we're not putting on that armor, that, you know, that righteousness breastplate, um, it's going to cause us to easily fall in sin Yeah, for that. Keeping it simple. That's what we do here for that Roman soldier. He's, it's going to be a lot easier for the arrow to get to his vital organs. Right. And it's going to be a lot easier for us to fall in temptation if Jesus in the wilderness didn't have that foundation belt of God's word and knowing God's word, he would have fallen into temptation into sin because of the temptation of Satan. Right. Um, it's the same thing with this. If we're not protected with God's righteousness, it's going to be so much easier to fall off the bandwagon and fall into that sin and leave ourselves open for this spiritual warfare that's going on around us that we can't necessarily see, but it affects us. Right. How easy it's going to be for it to affect us if we're not protected. Yeah. It's going to show up every day. Um, so in a, an example of, a of righteousness, uh, we went to Matthew five, six out of the new King James version, uh, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness for they shall be filled. So if we're, coming to this and we have a hunger for it like we're going to be filled up by god yeah and i really when when you read that and when i read that i don't i don't for some reason i don't read it as i'm hungry i'm thirsty it's a I, you could almost put in it's a craving i'm starving yeah. or i'm uh, parched would that be the word there thirsty thirsty for righteousness not just hey I want, I want some righteousness. I want to, you know, for they shall be filled because they are striving for that. Right. It is a, it is a hunger. It's more than I need this or like you desire it. Yeah. Um, the other thing we can look at is Romans five seventeen through 18. For if by the trespasses of the one man, death reigned through that one man, how much more? Will those who receive God's abundant provision of grace and of the gift of righteousness reign in life through the one man, Jesus Christ? So in this verse, the first person they're referring to is Adam. Um, As it goes on to read, verse 18 goes on to say, Yes, Adam's one sin brings condemnation for everyone, but Christ's one act of righteousness brings a right relationship with God and a new life for everyone. So Adam's sin brought condemnation for all of us, but Christ dying on the cross for us was was righteous mm-hmm. and it it brings us a new life. So that you know, that kinda is wrapping up what we're talking about with armor here. Um if if you're listening to this we are actually on Facebook. We're actually Facebook Live right now. So go back and watch some of this. It's actually our behind the scenes. Get a, get a look for that. But I'm just looking at the chat right now, and um, 
there's a Brock M in the chat saying the great Billy Graham said that to live a Christian life, one must have a personal encounter with Christ, then make a decision to accept Christ in their hearts. That breastplate is protecting your choice to accept Christ. Isn't that good? That is good. Like that is good. That that is what it's all about. And and that protection, you gotta protect that. You gotta protect protect that choice that you're mm-hmm. going to make and you got to make it every day make it every day and you got to fight the battle and so again we're in the beginning of the year beginning of 2021 um we're just making a claim right now that we want to start doing this it's not just a children's thing there is a spiritual warfare going on that paul's talking about um you can you can read more of that one of the things we kind of talked in prepping to this is we don't talk about the spiritual warfare a lot my opinion is it's because it's in revelation and Revelation is, is it's one of those books where you're like, ah, you know what I mean? It, it's the only book that God says, I will bless you if you study this. Yeah. But, you know, it's not, I mean, I'll just be honest with you. Revelation sounds conspiratorial. If you just look at its surface level, it's not. It's, it's literally a vision of what's going to happen. The given to John on the Isle of Patmos, but like, there is read it. There's a spiritual warfare that's going on around us, and in battle, these Romans put on this armor for a reason. Yeah, and Paul's saying, "Hey, this is a spiritual warfare going on around us, twenty four seven. You need to be ready. You need to make that choice to accept Christ and put it on every day. Start at the beginning of twenty twenty one here as resolutions. We talked about in another episode. Yeah, start it. I know I'm going to start doing it in the morning." I'm not a morning person. I'm like, <laughs> the alarm went off one more time. Snooze one more time. But I'm going to start to make a point. I'll probably, I'll probably not do it every day because I'll get busy or forget and stuff like that. But I need to make a choice to do that every day so that I am prepared for what's ahead of me. Right. And I, that reminds me of the, you know, the 613 part where it says to stand your ground. So you can stand mm-hmm. your ground. Yeah. You know, you're going to get up. And you got to be able to stand your ground throughout the day and and protect yourself. And if you're, we talked earlier, like if your only way of doing this is showing up on Sunday, mm-hmm. like it's probably not happening. Exactly. Exactly. But, All right. Well, I think that's going to conclude this episode here. Uh, we're going to dive. We're going to continue to dive deeper into the armor of God. It's not just, just a couple of verses. There's a lot of context here and a lot of content here. So make sure you're joining us on every episode so that you can be right there with us at the beginning of this 2021 year. Thanks for tuning in today to the Two Fish Podcast, where we try to keep biblical truth simple. Catch us on YouTube, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcast. Have a great night.